All right, question time. In the manuscript or story that you're currently working on, do all of your characters sound the same? Or do they all feel flat, boring, kind of blah? Um, Do all of them kind of reflect your thoughts and feelings about things? Or is some of your characters, specifically your protagonist, feeling a little too passive, like they're always just really go with the flow and agreeing with everything everyone says. (laughs) This is actually a very common problem that a lot of authors have when they first begin writing, but there's a very specific way that you can deal with it and fix it. And it's very, very important that you fix it because having characters that all sound the same or all feel very flat or are a little bit too passive and too agreeable um, is really going to turn readers off. It's not going to keep them engaged in the story. And of course, that's not what we want. So we're going to talk today about building distinctive characters voice and how to do it fairly easily without ripping out your hair or giving yourself a brain cramp. So stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. Okay, so I remember when I first started writing, I had this exact same problem. Like I said, most authors do. Um, It's kind of a matter of, you know, we're a little bit insecure when we first start writing. And so we don't want to make our characters too polarizing. We've got this kind of underlying insecurity that if they're too opinionated or um, if they're too negative about something, you know, within the story that we're putting them in, that it's going to turn readers off. Um, It's also very common for us to make them mirrors of ourselves. And this is something that I specifically remember doing, just thinking in some of the first stories that I wrote that I want this person to be like me. And, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with that in general. But then I would have another character in the same story and be like, oh, maybe that person's going to be like a lot like me. And hmm, maybe this person's going to believe exactly what I believe. You know, it's just you could see it, say that it's a little bit egotistical and maybe it is, but really it's just a symptom of being a new writer. You know, you have to learn to figure out what your character motivations are, figure out what they believe, all of that. So if this is something that you are struggling with and maybe you didn't even know it was a struggle, maybe this is just something you're doing and you didn't realize you were doing it. But now that I'm saying it, you do. I mean, that's okay. Everybody kind of goes through that right at the beginning. Um, However, as I said, that doesn't make for a terribly distinctive story or character and it's not going going to keep your readers engaged. We need to make sure that our characters have different voices, that they sound different, that they have different personalities. Um, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir and saying that you probably know that. But the question is, especially if you're brand new at writing, how do you craft distinctive character voices so that your characters all feel very, very different? 
Well, obviously there are quite a few ways to do it, but I'm going to give you some really basic tips today on how you can make sure and, and be very practical and very purposeful about making sure that your characters do not all sound alike. Um, the thing is, you know, character voice is something, it's, it's a little bit like theme in fiction in that it's kind of nebulous and people have a hard time describing how to go about crafting it. I don't know why that is. People just, you know, it's something that once you have been writing for a while, you just figure out how to do, but it's a little bit hard to teach sometimes because people don't know exactly what to tell you to do. They'll just say, well, just make sure the characters sound different, you know, and they might point to something like this person's from the South. So they would have a Southern accent as opposed to this person who's from New England, who would have a different accent, you know, and that's all fine. But of course, unless you're writing it phonetically, accents don't always come across on the page. So, um, you know, how else can you make sure that your characters sound distinctive, right? Well, Contrary to popular belief, contrary to what you may believe, developing character voice is actually not that difficult if you know how to do it, if you know exactly the steps to take to ensure that your characters will sound very diverse in their backgrounds. Again, the problem is that most people just don't know what to do to make sure that this is the case. So the next question then is, how do we do it? What do we do? Well, the truth is there's quite a few things that can possibly go into character voice. So because we call it voice, we tend to think of only the way in which they speak, as in their tone of voice, maybe their accent, what words they use. And don't get me wrong, those are all part of character voice. But it's a whole lot more than that, too. So at the beginning, I talked about the characters standing, sounding the same, feeling flat or boring or blah, and also being too passive. And really, those are three different problems that you can address by fixing three different kinds of character voice, right? So some things that might go into character voice, and I'm going to say voice, quote unquote voice, right? Because it's not really just their voice. It's their whole personality. It's who they are. It's, it's how they are different from other people. And of course, people are completely different from one another. Most of the time we don't realize it, but we all speak differently. We all um, have different vocabularies, right? We all come from different backgrounds and all of that affects who we become. And that's true of your characters too. So some different things that can go into quote unquote character voice. Um, how they look, what they wear, their speech patterns, certainly the vocabulary they use, their personality, how outgoing are they, how much are they going to speak, or how quiet are they, how timid are they. Um, the very words that they use, someone who's very educated is going to sound more formal and have a larger vocabulary and a vocabulary of bigger words um, than someone who is not as educated, who is going to speak more simplistically. Of course, there's age, you know, someone who's middle-aged is going to speak very differently than a school-aged child. And these are all things that we need to take into account when we talk about character voice. So um, I'm going to give you some tips here on how you can make sure that your characters sound different. So grab a paper and pencil or whatever it is you use to take notes and just write these things down. Before you start writing your character, you need to know some things about them. And these are very basic surface things. Okay, so jot down number one, what they wear um, and how they look. That really does affect character voice. Think about um, how you might have, for example, let's say you have a 
a female, a protagonist who is somewhat tomboyish and maybe she hangs out with um, some rough characters. And so she talks like them, you know, she might use uh, words that are similar to them and maybe she swears like them and all of that. But the instant that she has to put on an evening gown and be in the company of people in a very formal setting who are very different than those rougher characters she usually hangs out with, her whole pattern of speech is going to change, right? Maybe. I mean, obviously, it depends on the story you're telling and, the, and who the heroine is. But we all do that. We tend to act differently in different settings. And it's very much the same with characters. Not that they necessarily always act different in different settings, but different characters who come from different places are going to act accordingly, okay? So how they look and what they wear can very much affect their character voice, okay? Number two is going to be speech patterns. And this is what we usually think of as voice, um, how they talk, you know, where they're from, what their accent or dialect is. So write that down. Uh, number three would be the actual words and vocabulary they use. And this doesn't just mean um, do they know big words like many of us authors do, but it's more like how do they speak day to day? Do they speak more formally? Um, do they, is this a child that speaks like a fifth grader, you know what I mean? Do they come from, you know, to use the previous example, do, are they rougher characters that come from the docks and therefore they speak that way with um, maybe broken speech patterns and a lot of swear words? Or do they come from high society where they, you know, speak very perfect um, grammar and perfect sentences, you know what I mean? So that's something that you want to write down. Just jot down a few words about it as you're crafting your character, right? And what I would encourage you to do is to be very specific about this when you're crafting your character. So before you sit down to write a scene with that character, maybe even jot some of these things down. What are the words and phrases that they use? And write a few of them down. Uh, what do they look like? Write a few of those you know, attributes down. Um, what kind of accent do they have? I mean, even if you're not writing it out phonetically on the page, you can hear it in your head and that's going to sound differently and therefore it's going to come across on the page differently if you are hearing it in your head, right? So you need to write down how they talk and then think about who they are. Do they speak a lot? Are they outgoing? You know, are they someone who, even with strangers, will just start babbling and, and talk and talk and talk? Or are they someone who's more quiet and retreats into themselves when they are in the company of people they don't know? So as you can see, it's not just the way they speak. What I just said about whether they're quiet or more outgoing, that has to do with their personality, right? You need to understand who the character is. Um, and then there's that third point that I, uh, question, I guess I should say, that I made at the beginning about whether your protagonist is too passive. That's actually a whole different problem. If your protagonist is too passive and is agreeing with everything, you don't actually know what your protagonist's motivations are or what their beliefs are. So that's a much deeper problem you need to go into and figure out what your protagonist believes and, you know, what they would what they would believe about any given situation in the book and therefore how they would react to it. So this is, again, just something that you need to ask yourself as a question. When you go in to write a scene, you're going to say to yourself, okay, this is what's happening in the scene, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, what does my character believe and how would they react to that? And then you actually need to bring those reactions across very, very strongly on the page. So... Once you're a more seasoned author, you'll know this, but um, for those of you who might be brand new, you've got to understand that what you see in your head and what comes across on the page, it usually comes across 
in a, if anything, in a very watered down way on the page. Okay. It's never going to feel quite as strong on the page as what you're imagining in your head. And with time and with experience, you can get to the point where it comes across more strongly on the page. But if anything, you need to exaggerate your character's reactions to things to make sure that it's coming across as strongly and distinctly on the page as you're seeing it in your head. Because chances are when you're brand new, you don't realize you're doing this and it's not really your fault. It's just a skill issue and it'll get better over time. But um, it's probably not coming across as strongly as you think it is. And so that also makes your characters feel a little bit more blah and a little bit more passive, right? Because they're just not having very strong reactions to things. So so what it comes down to then is that you just need to know your characters a little bit better. And the best way to do this is just to be very, very intentional about it. So, you know, when you're planning your characters or at the very least before you write a scene about them, sit down, list a couple of things that define their character voice. And like I said, the best thing to do is actually list some words and phrases that they use pretty often. That can be really really, really, really powerful. So very often we all use the same figures of speech over and over again. We use the same um, kind of turns of phrases and we use the same slang and jargon, you know, that sort of thing. So write down a few things that your character might say based on where they come from. Uh, One of my favorite examples of this is (laughs) uh, in The Wheel of Time, which is one of my favorite fantasy series. There's a guy who is um, a blacksmith and even, you know, when it's from his point of view and he's the one who we're kind of seeing the narrative through his eyes, he always uses blacksmith analogies. You know what I mean? He talks about horses. He talks about horseshoes. He talks about the bellows, you know, and it's just, it, it, it so much informs his character because we know that's what his background is. And it feels very, very authentic to him. So that's a, a really good hack that you can use. Write down a few words or phrases, or maybe even just images that you can use for analogies as you go along that kind of define this character and their background so that it really feels like, you know, when they speak, they're speaking from their own unique background and from their own unique person. Um, The second thing you need to do is figure out what their personality is. You know, are they very outgoing? Are they very chatty? Or are they quieter? I mean, the way that they interact with other people, obviously, is going to be distinctive to them because it is for all of us. And you don't want every single person coming across on the page the exact same way. If every single person in the room is exactly the same amount of outgoing, then that's going to ring false to your reader. And they might not even know exactly why. Not all readers can articulate why it doesn't feel real to them, but it just won't. It'll feel false because in real life, that's not the case either. There's always going to be some sort of um, power dynamic in any situation where there are, you know, multiple people involved. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Sometimes it is if we're talking politics or even, you know, being at the office where one person is the boss and everyone else is the subordinate. But even between friends, you always have people that there's one who's more outgoing and there's one who's quieter and, you know, they just kind of complement each other. And that's why people get along. So it's something that you need to think about. Um, You know, how does this character act around different people in their life? How do they act around this character versus that character? And, you know, what is their function in a big group. And if you know that going in, just those few things, have a few turns of phrase for them, have some idea what they look like, what their background is, and then what their personality is in a social situation, just those three things and making sure they're consistent will make your character jump off the page so much more powerfully than if all of them sound exactly the same. Okay, so let's go over those one more time. 
Um, make sure that you have some idea how they look, like what they're wearing, that sort of thing. Write down some words and phrases that they use or even some images that you can just kind of keep in your head so that when they do use analogies, you, you have these images to draw from. Um, think about their speech patterns. Think about their personality within a social context. You know, are they outgoing? Are they more introverted? And um, then Finally, you've got to know what they believe about any given situation, okay, so that they're not just agreeing with anything. They do have to have strong beliefs and opinions about anything that's going on around them. Now, in real life, sometimes we really don't have strong opinions about what's going on around us. Most people do. At least they have some sort of opinion. But, you know, other people, just depending on their personality, they really might be go with the flow and they don't mind, you know, yeah, we can do this, we can do that, we don't really care. But in your book, for your characters, because we need them to be distinctive, because this is fiction and it needs to grab the reader and hold on to them. We really need to know what your protagonist thinks about what's going on, what their opinion is, what their belief is, what their motivation is. Okay, so if they're feeling way too passive or like they're just agreeing and being swept along in the tide of what's happening in the story, then it's probably because you have not delved deeply enough into their beliefs and motivations. So that's something that you need to do more of. Okay, so that's pretty much what I have for you today. A slightly, slightly shorter episode today. But I wanted to go over that because I got that as a question in my email. And I think that it's something that a lot of especially newer uh, fiction writers struggle with. All right. So I hope that was helpful and that you can use that to make your characters feel more distinctive and more alive. Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday last week. I know I did, and I did a lot of work during the downtime on things that are coming up uh, early in next year. And actually, come back on Thursday for sure, because I created something for you guys. It's a free resource that I think you're really going to like, and that I think will help you a lot in your writing, and I'm excited to debut it for you. Okay, but I will do that next episode. Beyond that, everyone have a wonderful week of writing. Have a wonderful time making your character sound distinctive. Have fun with it. Give it a lot of variety. You can really just have a good time trying to figure out who your character is and what they sound like. And the more distinctive your character sound, the more awesome your writing will be. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. See you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.